It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Friday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Ed Peak joins me in studio on this Friday. I'm mailing it in today. I'm mailing it in. It's Friday. My weekend has already begun. I'm just kidding. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Or you can hit us up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. How are you, Edward? I'm good. I'm You seem to be in I a mood am today. I'm so happy that the weekend's here. I love football Friday nights, high yeah. schools. Yeah. I love Saturday, middays. Early evening for college football. However, how do you like eight o'clock Saturday night games when you're an actual member of the media doing um, games? At the end of the first quarter, I'll have to have a nap. (laughs) At what point is your story written if it's a three touchdown spread by the end of the third quarter? It's written during the quarter break? Yes. Yes. Cards in Pittsburgh tomorrow night. We'll talk more about that coming up. Christian McCaffrey is no longer a Carolina Panther, traded to the San Francisco 49ers for four draft picks. Now, the Panthers wanted two number ones, but you don't get number one picks for running backs anymore. Running backs are interchangeable, but he is still Christian McCaffrey, maybe the best running back in the game. He'll He's a three-down back, catches the ball out of the backfield, and he is now a 49er. 49ers... Super Bowl hopes just went through the roof when they got Christian McCaffrey. They gave up a 2-3-4 and four this coming draft and a fifth rounder the following draft to get the Carolina running back. And now if you're Baker Mayfield, what have I gotten myself into? Robbie Anderson complained his way out of Carolina. Christian McCaffrey is gone. They held on to DJ Moore, the receiver. They think he's pretty good. But this is a complete tank and rebuild for the Carolina Panthers. Remember, they got Matt Corral, the rookie quarterback, out for the year with an injury, but he's a guy they are going to rely on going forward after this season. Get you some offensive linemen, defense, couple couple of key players, and maybe you're back quickly. But Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, those two quarterbacks I don't think are in the plan anymore. But for the 49ers, look, you got Debo Samuel. You got George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the game. You've got uh, Brandon Ayuk, good young wide receiver. Debo Samuel can do anything, but you still got Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he the quarterback that gets the Niners to the Super Bowl? He's done it once. They were four points down with the ball against the Rams last year in the NFC Championship game. And... Jimmy G couldn't get them to the Super Bowl, where they would have been a favorite over the Bengals. All he does is win football games. That's the narrative with Jimmy G. Until they lose, then it's, well, you know, it's not Jimmy's fault. I mean, he did everything he could. If Jimmy Garoppolo throws for 200 yards and doesn't turn it over, that's all the 49ers are asking him to do. We'll win with defense. We'll win with timely scoring. Don't throw for 100 yards and two interceptions. That's how we lose. That's how they lost to Atlanta last week. 
But now the Niners, along with the Eagles, probably the two front runners in the NFC. Uh, Arizona over New Orleans last night, 42-34. As usual, I gave you New Orleans. You're welcome if you bet it the other way. I told you to bet it the other way, and you hopefully did. Two pick sixes for Arizona. Oh, the red rifle, Andy Dalton. Now, one of them was tipped. wasn't his fault. He threw a third interception in the end zone. Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for New Orleans. The Saints are now 2-5. and five. Um, They're the only team they're going to beat in their division, Carolina Panthers. Arizona improves to 3-4. and four. Kyler Murray and head coach Cliff Kingsbury had a little sideline shouting match with each other. That's never good. But uh, they sort of smoothed it over in the postgame. Oh, ha, 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 no big deal. It was a big deal when it happened, and it's a good thing the Cardinals won that game or it would be a bigger deal. Murray was 20 of 29, 204 and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, the all-pro wide receiver, made his return from the suspended list to have 10 catches on 15 targets for 103 yards. Dalton had three interceptions, but the Red Rifle also threw four touchdown passes last night, 361 yards. Chris Olave, the rookie from Ohio State, seven catches, 106. Thursday night football, for the first time in four weeks, was actually exciting. Defensive scores, offensive passing touchdowns. There were five combined touchdown passes in the game. Long plays in this game. 76 combined points, if my St. X math degree means anything. Uh, Good football last night. I know you didn't watch it. But it was fun football last night, finally, on Amazon Prime, which is why you didn't watch it. Well, you know why I didn't watch it. The Yankees and the uh, Astros were playing. Yes. And, and we're going to talk for, a lot for, about for that. Some reason, for some reason, I kept flipping back and forth between <laughs> Georgia Tech. And Virginia. Which was a bad Yikes. football game between two bad teams. You had to be on no-dose. Well, I, I would... Wouldn't watch for long, maybe one or two plays. <laughs> so when your head bobbed up and down, you when, turned when, it back over. When commercials came on, that's that's when I would, would flip over to the football game. In Atlanta, Virginia beats Georgia Tech 16-9. to And it was, it was a snoozer. It was as exciting as that score sounds like? It, it, was, uh, it, it was not good. You didn't flip over to ESPNU, did you? Because no. Troy and John Sumrall, the new head coach, <laughs> former Kentucky coach and player, beat South Alabama on the road – Ten to six. Well, you know, my wife says to you, "Why Yikes. don't you turn it over to uh, Troy in South Alabama?" I says, "I have no interest at all in either one of those teams." And one of the, it was ten to six. Troy, eh? Troy won, right? Troy wins. They the, now lead. The Trojans win. They now lead the West in their their conference. In the uh, they're six and two. I'm telling you, John Summerall's got them six and two. There's nothing like Sunbelt football. <laughs> Thank God there's nothing like Sunbelt football. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll get to some NBA scores. We will uh, look at the college football landscape for Saturday, go in-depth on Pitt and Louisville. But you were at Louisville Basketball Media Days yesterday. Uh-huh. I, of mm-hmm. course, have an obligation to entertain anywhere between 8 and 19 people <laughs> on this show or every day, so I couldn't make it. Uh, oh. What did we learn yesterday at Louisville Basketball Media and Picture Day? Well, I learned I learned this. Number one, Kenny Payne is a player's coach. Now, he has admitted he put him through has put him through workouts, preseason workouts. It's near impossible. 
in some of those uh, exercises, the uh, 15 100-yard dashes in under two minutes or whatever, I, I'm not exactly sure on, on the times. My wow. goodness, I couldn't do one in, in that amount of time. Of course, I'm 69 years old, too. But the players have seemed to have bought into this. Now, again, talk is cheap and, and yes. this and that. Talk is cheap, but, but, and you, we talked about this off the air. They passed the eye test. There aren't any dudes There's out no there. No body with, fat. No, no. The only player that might have a little body fat that uh, Roosevelt Wheeler is slimmed down, and and uh, uh, how much slimmer could he have gotten? Well, the, the big fella uh, in the Curry, middle, Big Sydney Curry, has maybe has a little on him. Yeah, but, but not much. And look, Sydney Curry's not Zion Williamson, but when I look at Sydney Curry, the body, I go, that's a powerful body. And if he can leap, jump like Williamson or like Barkley used to do at that size, you got something. Well, again, I don't have any idea how many games they're going to win, how many they're going to lose. I do know this. I do know this. As a, as a media member and, and have, having to talk with and listen to Kenny Payne after every game, it's going to be a lot better than it was. Uh, he hangs his hat on defense. defense he, we saw that yes. when he was at Kentucky working, doing individual work with all the big men at Kentucky. I'm sure he's doing the same thing at Louisville. And defense, I say this all the time, whatever sport we're talking about, defense doesn't take a, doesn't get a slump. Doesn't, doesn't go in a slump. It doesn't go in a slump. Right. Offense now, always goes in a slump. Defense never goes in a slump. Now, they were picked 12th uh, in the ACC out of 15 teams, which he said, uh, Kenny Payne says, I wouldn't have mattered if he'd have been picked 16th or 15th, whatever the, the, the case might be. Now he has something that he can motivate these guys with. Hey, you're going out there tonight playing uh, whoever it is, Duke, Carolina, uh, Clemson, uh, Wake Forest. These guys think they're better than you are. Virginia. Uh, and the media members all think they're better than Louisville as well based on uh, well, the fact and, that they're picked 12th in the league. And, and again, I'm not saying that Louisville's going to even finish up in the, in the upper, upper half of the ACC. What I'm saying is this, though. This year is going to be a lot more fun. Last year, we were at the games oh, last brutal. year. Oh, it was brutal. Oh, brutal is not the word. It, it Really, it was very uh, boring's not the right word. Uh, almost disgusting. Because hard let, to let, watch. Let's How hard to watch. It was let's hard put it to this watch. Way. Let's put it this way. They had some players, and yeah. everybody knows who they are, who they were not in tune with the program. They didn't care to be or want to be in tune with yeah, the I program. I think that's fair. That's fair. And are some of those guys still there, but now they are in tune with the program, or are those guys still Some gone? of those guys are still gone. The main dude that was not a cooperative is not with the program anymore. Yeah. Okay, there's a couple guys. Now, I didn't get to go, as I mentioned, but there were a couple guys that I wanted to get there and see and hear them speak. At the top of my list, and everybody's list is different, was J.J. Trainer. Because here's a guy who, at the beginning of the year last year, wasn't getting along with Coach Chris Mack, wasn't getting very much playing time. When he was in, he wasn't playing very well. And I told you this off the air. Toward the end of the year, those last, I would say, six to eight games that we were watching. He improved. Sitting there, we were looking at it going, hey, dude, that dude's getting better. 
He improved. So tell me what you heard or well, I think from JJ uh, Trainer uh, yesterday, and because he said he almost won the portal. Uh, Payne was asked asked about JJ uh, Trainer, and he says the main thing with him is if he had a bad day or a bad practice, he'd always get down on himself. He'd continue to get down on himself. So he's trying to to work through that to say, look. Practice may have defeated you today, but that doesn't mean practice is going to defeat you tomorrow. You get in here, you work, and you get better. And Kenny Payne's all about winning practice, right? Isn't that right, one of his right, mantras? Right, right. It's about winning practice. Once you conquer winning practice, then you can conquer your opponent, but not until then. And I, I, I agree with him. If you go through practice and you're getting uh, – I'll give you a prime example. L. Ellis was really good. At this, he go. He says, "I'm in shape now." He goes, "The games are going to be easier than th- than practice." A lot of what you heard from a lot of these guys was, "I thought I was in shape." Uh, Jalen Withers said the exact same thing. He says, "I went home and I worked out and I did. This. I thought I did some." He goes, "I got back home or back to Louisville," and he goes, "My goodness, you just throw that all out the window. I, I wasn't in shape." Yeah. The so, other guy. I mean, you know, they're buying into what Payne has to say, and uh, we'll see. We'll it's a see. culture change. We hear this from Coach. Every new coach says, well, we get, you know, it's a losing culture. We're going to change the culture. That's a that's a hot topic. That's a that's a buzzword. We're changing the culture. I think Kenny Payne is changing the culture. I agree. And I it's agree. necessary. And, and here, here's another thing, in our, and I think it's in society in general, not only in sports, but it's exasperate. Exacerbated. Let me thank, you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Exacerb- uh, I had to get my thesaurus out to exactly. look that one up. But, okay. but excuses are more brought to the forefront now. I Far think, for the course now than ever. Yeah, than ever. Okay, the lighting was bad in the arena. Uh, the background was poor. Uh, there's a dead spot in the floor. Uh, you know, football. Lighting is bad on a the teammate field. teammate wasn't where they were supposed to be. Not my fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I mean, there's excuse for everything. All right, here's the other the guy. Good, the good teams don't yeah. make excuses. I didn't hear Alabama make an excuse because they lost to uh, Tennessee. No, they didn't. Now, I but Alabama will be back. I, I wouldn't have wanted to be a practice this week. I wouldn't want to be player. Mississippi State tomorrow. Ooh, yikes. Uh, we'll get we'll get to football. The other guy okay. on my list was Mike James. He's the mystery of this program. He the fans good. haven't seen him. They wonder. We've heard things, but you know you hear things and then you see something totally different. Mike James, I test good. He looked good. He looked now th- that's sitting in a in an in arena a chair. in a chair. Yeah. But I mean, he didn't look his. He he looked good. They all look good. Even the walk ons look good. Should the fans have? Any expectations this year? Or should they just sit back, say, first year, Kenny Payne, let's give him a break. These guys are picked 12th for a reason. Get the recruiting going here and just let's just enjoy these guys and hope to get a few wins. I couldn't agree more. Enjoy these, enjoy these guys. Enjoy the year. Don't worry about wins and losses. Enjoy, enjoy the victories. I mean, we, 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 we harp too much. On negativity with losses. Yep. I mean, Louisville won 13 games last year. 13 games. But it was a miserable season. They could win 13 games this year and it'd be an enjoyable season. Well, it's a difference. But it's a difference because of the way you play. 
Now, yeah. they to me, to me, last year, especially toward the end of the year, they really, really, really got stale. They went down to Wake Forest, and I believe they beat Wake Forest at home in early January. Things were still fairly on okay then. They went to Wake Forest, and I think they got beat by almost 30 or 30 points. Of course, they came off of COVID and went to, uh, was it Maryland? Where did they go to on the road and got beat by the the worst loss in Louisville history? Um, my mind Was it Maryland? doesn't uh, remember Maryland. things like that. They beat Maryland over in, in the Bahamas. Before we take a break, Texter says, John, number 11 listener here. You know, I have 8, eight to 19. <laughs> Ask Ed what he thought of the Cal recruiting quote from the U.K. luncheon that happened during UofL Media Day yesterday. Well, that's it. I think it was the I'm, Cal says whatever air quoting here, the accidental, oh, accidental. Uh, reference to having a player who's Dad, he coached as well, and obviously he was talking about DJ. Cal says whatever he wants. I mean, whenever he wants, and whatever, regardless of the question. If little fans are worried about Cal (laughs) and worried about uh, DJ Wagner, they're not going to get him. Okay, yeah. Don't you know? Just enjoy what you have, and and, and go for that. Don't worry about Kentucky. You don't worry about Kentucky until when do they play? December the thirty first at noon. You know, let let them have their thing. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. If Kentucky would be unbeaten when Louisville played them, it would be great. I don't think Louisville fan agrees with that. Because if Kentucky's unbeaten at that point, they've beaten Michigan State, Gonzaga, North Carolina. That's okay. Louisville goes in there with with nothing to lose. Yep, you're right. Nothing to lose. You're absolutely right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. College football on the way. And after the break, by the way, don't forget, Unsponsored six-pack coming up in the final hour. Five and one again last week on Fuego again. I think I said that right. In Fuego. In fire. I don't know. Something like that. All right. uh, We'll talk about the baseball playoffs after the break. Ed watched a lot of baseball last night. And by the way, so did I. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it. I heard it. I heard it on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. Guys, Spears, Ed Peak in studio. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 502 384 1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384 1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502 414 1450. Phoenix Hill Richard with the text, I am one of the 18 to 19 listeners. <laughs> If you're listening, 414-1450, I want the number of listeners. I want to know who's listening. Just text me, yes, I'm listening. That's all you got to do, or just just the word yes. Do, do I count sitting count here next to you? No, you don't count. Oh, okay. You don't count when you're listening at home. Are you kidding? All right, uh, How about Scooter Dingus in the Scooter other room? Dingus in the other room? Yeah, he counts. The producer always counts. Come on. He can shut my mic off anytime he wants, so I have uh, a little uh, respect. A little okay. respect here. Speaking of uh, Justin Kalen, he will be at Providence tonight, Spring Valley and Providence in playoff football. Tonight, Indiana High School playoffs begin, and you can listen to that game on 94.7 WFIAFM. Justin will bring you all the action. Round one of the playoffs, Springs Valley at Providence. Hey, if I can pick you up up in the Pekin, I will definitely have you on in the car. 
as That's I'm nice. writing my story uh, on the uh, Pekin, Eastern Pekin, Ed and Clarksville game. Eastern Pekin and Clarksville. Yes, right? East, in Pekin, e- right? East, uh, I'm, I'm an Eastern alum. Are you really? Yeah. You're a musketeer. I'm hey? a musketeer. Yeah, I do like their uniforms, that purple and gold. <laughs> it's a it's a decent uh, uniform it's combination. A, it's, it's, it's a little different. Okay, are you guys done? Done. <laughs> got a show to run here. On the uh, other side of the river, you can listen to Pleasure Ridge Park in St. X right here. Tony Burke and myself will bring you all the action right here on the Big X. 7 o'clock kickoff, 645. Pre-game, PRP at St. X. I love to tune in on Friday night and get breaking scores. I love it. I'll be covering a game, and I'll, on my phone, people will be texted scores. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Uh, it's exciting. My uh, A text from uh, Buck in uh, Iroquois Park. He's here. He only listens on Friday so that he can get the unsponsored six-pack and bet the other way. <laughs> I well, hope he did last week because if he did, he lost a lot of money. <laughs> Five and one last week. Damn you, TCU. Or I'd have been six and zero. Oh. All right, uh, baseball last night, American League Championship Series continued. Houston took a two zero lead over the Yankees. Three to two was the final score. Alec Bregman a three run homer in the third inning. Little Yankee baseball there against the Yankees. By the way, the Yankees have scored twenty four runs. In seven postseason games, that's about three and a half runs a game. So it's not murderer's row. In this ALCS, in two games, the Yankees have struck out, wait for it, 30 times, Ed. Not good. <sighs> not, not good. good. And we, I talk about it all the time. The Yankees do three things. They walk, they strike out, they hit home runs. Hit home runs. If you don't walk them and you don't allow them to hit home runs, you beat them. That's what happened last night. Both Yankee runs were unearned runs. Framber Valdez pitched seven innings, zero walks, nine strikeouts. He was uh, he was fantastic, and the Yankees are in big, big trouble. Boy, was he good. The Yankees are in trouble. Last night's uh, ALDS game. CS. Was, I, I do I'm, that I'm too, by the way. ALCS. No, I do that too. American League Championship Series game was an atypical, tight, pitcher-dominated defensive game. Judge's ball, Aaron Judge's ball. Crushed in the it. Eighth inning? Yes. I believe. Yes. Went to the, given the wall. Lead. Would have given them the Went lead. to the wall. It Opposite could not field. have gone any further without going out. But the only place that that would have been a home run Yankee, Yankee Stadium. Stadium, and they're going back there now. So, what's that tell you? Is sixty-two tainted a little bit? Well, it's still sixty-two. It's still sixty-two. Uh, T- Kyle Tucker went back to the wall, made it made a nice play on it. But look, Yankees don't hit home runs; they're not going to win. It's well, that simple. Here, here, here's my thoughts. And Houston's got a great pitching staff. Here's my thoughts. Houston has been the best team all year. They're the best team still left in the playoffs. Yeah, and. God bless Dusty Baker. I hope and pray he's the only Astro I'm pulling for. Finally gets his World Series because he's been through the ringer. Cubs, Giants, lost. uh, The the Reds had a two games to none lead on San Francisco. Lost that when he was with the Giants. He lost to the Angels in the uh, Angels. Yeah, that was a good World. That's a great World Series. Here's the thing. Here's what I think. Here's what I see happening. Houston beats the Yankees either 4-0 or 4-1, 
They go to the World Series. They don't have to face the Dodgers. They don't have to face the Mets. They don't have to face the, the Braves. Braves. You get either San Diego or Philadelphia, and you lose that series because that's baseball. That's what baseball is. Because if you're Houston or the Yankees, in the back of your mind right now, if we win this series, we're going to win the World Series. Because it's San Diego. It's Philadelphia. They're well, the five and six seeds in the National League. In my opinion, I think that, that San Diego is better than Philadelphia. Now, that's 1-1. One, one. San Diego going fans. To Philadelphia. I know San Diego fans are ecstatic, happy to be in, in the playoffs, beat the Dodgers for the first time in forever. You bought your team. Don't act like it's a huge upset. You got Manny Machado. You're paying him $3 billion. You got Fernando Tatis, who's not playing. You gave him all, you threw all the money at him. They've thrown money at these guys. You pick up Juan Soto, you, you, new contract with him. You pick up Josh Hader. They bought this team too. This is not a team that's been built from the minor league system and from great. Uh, draft picks and and great development. You bought this team. I can't think and f- refresh my memory. Lake Snell, same thing. You bought them. I I can't think of a team in the last ten years that hadn't bought the the World Series. They don't. I guess the only one that I think that really develops and and brings players up through their system is Tampa Bay. Yeah, the only one I can think of. Yeah, they do. Everybody else, well, we'll just go. Yeah, I mean, we'll go to the Reds. We'll get. We'll get uh, uh, their five uh, starters, and uh, uh, I mean that's all I have to do. I mean the Reds are a farm. Brandon team Brandon Drury, come on down. The the Reds are a farm Louis Castillo, team. Castillo, come on down. They're a farm team for all the rest of the Tyler teams Major Bailey, League come baseball. on down. Baseball. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I mean, come on. Even the Phillies, Bryce Harper. Here, here's come on over. Come on here. Here's some money. Kyle Schwarber. Here's some money. Come, come over on. and hit home runs and strike out. We love you. I mean, now Nola Wheeler. Okay, Wheeler was a Yank, was a Met at one time. I think they got him on the cheap. Uh, but their their pitching is good. Look, I love that it's San Diego and Philadelphia. I do, because to I me, hoping, I was hoping the Dodgers. To me, that's there. baseball. You get the it upsets, and is. now you got it two is. teams whose fan bases could not be more excited because they haven't been there in so long. And one of them's going to the World Series in Major League I think Baseball. It's great. Major League Baseball has. Wanted to do this, and the reason they wanted to do this is because they didn't want domination. You know, the Yankees what won three in a row back in the early late nineties, early two thousand. Right, right. They don't major league Bay and it's probably not good. It's probably not good. I, I, I'll. Well, it's not good because it's it's good because it's the Yankees, and you had everybody watching. You got everybody watching this series because you either hate the Yankees. Or you love the Yankees. Well, I like There's the Yankees. no in between. I like the Yankees. And they're that. playing Houston, who cheated, and the Yankees have a, well, a this an axe to grind. This is a different deal, though. This Not, is a different deal. Well, I understand that, but it's still at the forefront of the conversation. Hey, the Yankees are trying to get payback. They feel like they had a World Series stolen from them from Houston back in 2017. Can we go back to the Dodgers a minute? I guess. For just a second. They're, uh, they're home listening. They're not playing, so sure. <laughs> 111 wins. Yeah, 111 incredible. wins. Now, I'm going to say something, and I like the Dodgers. I don't dislike the Dodgers. But what I am saying, in my estimation, other than the Padres, they were in a terrible division. Colorado was bad. Yep, Arizona was Arizona bad. Arizona was, was, was – San Francisco was probably worse than Arizona this year. Well, San Francisco and, – and, and, 
I'm not saying that's the reason they won 111, yeah. but it sure helped. What do you think about the schedule change next year? Because you're not playing 19 games against everybody in your division. It is more spread out. It's, it's uh, you know, you're playing everybody home and away starting the next season, and you're not getting those 19 guaranteed games against, if you're the Dodgers, 19 games against Colorado, 19 against San Francisco, 19 against Arizona. I think it's probably good. I think it's probably it's good. It's unbalanced. But it's unbalanced, but it's probably good that, that if you're in a weak division, which the Reds are in a weak division, they still can't win. Uh, and if you're a Reds season ticket holder, okay, you get to see the Yankees. Not every six years, every year. Right. You right. get to see the Dodgers more. You get to see Seattle, uh, if you. Yeah, yeah, Seattle, Tampa Bay. Um, right, right, right. All, all these American I, I think I like that. I used to be. I used to be when I was younger. I didn't like I didn't like interleague inter- play at all. I did not like interleague play when it came in because the World Series was unique. When the Reds played uh, back in 1972, the Reds played the Oakland A's. I thought that was unique as all get out. Yeah, they played Baltimore in 1970. The Mets and Baltimore Robinson. played exactly. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, you know, I I I kind of like that. Philadelphia and and Toronto played that uh, one year. Mitch Williams, Joe Carter. Right, Bang. right. Yeah, I, I like times. that, but uh, you get a little older, you change. Yankees will uh, return home tomorrow to the friendly confines of Yankee Stadium. That's Saturday, 5.07 game time uh, on TBS. Lance McCullers will go for Houston. Garrett Cole, this is why you pay him $40 million a year to win these games. He was 2-0 and in the championships, in the divisional series there. I did it too. Against the uh, Cleveland Guardians, can he? Uh, he it, this is almost a must-win game. I know. I say this. There's no must-win games unless elimination is involved. Well, but this, if you go down, 3-0, this is as close as it gets to. You being go down three zero with that pitching staff that uh, that Houston has. You yeah. got. You've got maybe a two percent chance, if that, to pull. If that to 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 pull th- uh, pull something out. You think the uh, you think the Padres and the Phillies will go seven? National League Championship Series continues tonight, seven thirty-seven on FS1, San Diego and Philadelphia. It's been since two thousand eleven. The Phillies had a home playoff game. They are jacked up in Philly. The Eagles are six and zero. The Phillies are trying to get to the World Series. It's one game all. Joe Musgrove against Ranger Suarez tonight. Um, it feels like a seven game series. San Diego had a four nothing lead in game two. Could have gone up two zero. They blew it. Uh, Aaron Nola got knocked around a little bit. Give the Padres credit. The, right. Those bats that they got at the break. Josh Bell hit a home run. Juan Soto had a big, big hit in a five-run inning. Brandon Drury had a big hit in that five-run inning. So all those guys, red. All those guys, they picked up at the break. Josh Hader uh, got a, a three-out, all-strikeout save. I'm telling you, this this series feels like seven games. Feel like it's just going to go back and forth. Josh Hader. Couldn't wait, or they couldn't wait to get rid of him in Milwaukee. I don't understand. I still don't get it. Uh, he had a high ERA. Still which, don't get okay, it. Okay, I, I can understand it. My goodness, he was lights out. He looked like the old Josh Hader. He looked like the best closer in the league. Right, right. I mean, and and for a long time, that's what he was. I felt like Milwaukee gave up on him really pretty quickly. I, I, yeah. Because yeah. as recent as last year, he was the best reliever, best closer in the league. Uh, so that's game three in that series tonight. 
uh, in Philadelphia. That I, I just I'm I gonna, think that place. I will might be, DVR this just to see the beginning of the game, just to see this fan base. It's gonna it'll be, be crazy. at a fever pitch. Well, you thought Houston was at a fever pitch. What'll be like in Philly? So the roof was open in Houston last night. Yep. Which I heard Carlos Correa say it was in his games there in his years there. He remembers it being open maybe twenty times, hmm. which is once every I don't know hundred times of games he played there. If the roof is closed, does, does judges ball judges go ball out? go out? That's a great question. Maybe the uh, forecaster said. Uh, Hey, uh, they called, hey, Dusty, Dusty, how about we open the roof tonight? Dusty, what are you talking about? Well, if Judge hits a long fly ball to right, the wind could knock it down. And Dusty said, okay, then open the roof tonight. Does you could it, see Harrison Bader out there saying, hey, it's, everything in the right field is being pushed back in. Is, uh, is that just something the home team, I guess, controls that Major League Baseball can That's or a good or question. whatever? I mean, uh, I, I'm sure they I'm have not, to. I'm not saying it's, it's not fair. I would guess they have to get approval. I would guess yeah. they have to say to Major League Baseball, hey, we know the it's going to be – it's not going to be 100 degrees. And it's Houston. That's why you have a roof. You're right, in Houston right. in the middle of the summer. Look, it's going to be 80 degrees. We're going to open the roof. And then Major League Baseball, I'm sure, has to say, yeah, that's fine. I have been to that ballpark. Yeah, me too. When not it first to, opened. Not I, to see I was a game. there when it was in Ron Field. That didn't last. That well, lasted that one year. Last, yeah. That didn't last. Yeah, one didn't, year. Didn't, didn't last, last very long. I was there the then opening it, season. Then it was what the uh, – Aren't you sh- Minute Maid Park? Minute Maid Park, yeah. Minute Maid. Now what is it now? I don't know. I'm sure it's a corporate name. Guaranteed rate they federal all? credit union or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, TikTok t- Stadium? T- to me. Twitter Stadium? I, I had, we had a, uh, it was in November after the year after they won it, and they had a, a tour through the ballpark. And I'm saying to myself, this place seems small. It, well, it seemed small. small. Those Crawford boxes. The left fielder plays five feet from the wall. Yeah, huh, huh, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I do want to talk about uh, Brian Kelly, some comments he made this week. Oh, my favorite NCAA basketball and the unsponsored six-pack up next. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Ed Peak in studio. Final segment of the day. Boy, I, I hope Scooter's ready. Because I usually get a drum roll. Eminem Cartage hotline's open, 384-1450. 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 414-1450. <laughs> And if I'm going to take a call, Scooter, it's going to have to be quick because people are waiting for the unsponsored six-pack. For what it's worth, it's Buzz. He said he was going to be quick. All right, let's bring him on. Hey, Buzz. M&M Cartage Hotline, let's bring on our friend Buzz. How are you today, brother? Oh, I'm doing fine. You guys are doing a great job. And I I just wanted to remind you, while you're in the warm confines of the press box over at St. X tonight, I'll be uh, dressed or appropriately for the press box at Manual Stadium. Well, hey, look, at least you're not at Butler because we were outside of the press box last week. Now, luckily, we had good weather, Buzz. We had great weather. But it's always, you know, it's always a a question mark going in. We've been there during the rain. You might, at least you're in a press box. We were outside last week. You're right, yeah. And we've, we've started doing the away games, all of the away games, just, 
in the visiting stands. I've got a portable power pack, and we don't have uh, nearly the technical gear that you guys use, so it's easier for us to just set up and do our thing, and we just put a few people around us that hold umbrellas or whatever, and we just, whatever the weather is, we do it yeah, from the stands. I've got it in my it contract. I'm not out in weather. <laughs> well, yeah, but but you're you know you're a, a sports celebrity around exactly. town, and I'm just an old goat. I t- exactly, <laughs> and I take advantage of that. So you do the games on the road in the stands, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. We started doing that last year. Do do people I, I, yell I nasty a... words at you? And <laughs> <laughs> they do that whether I'm broadcasting or not. Brother. <laughs> But Buzz, don't do you ask to go in the booth when you get there, and, and do you even ask them, or do you just go set up and say, "Well, I'm just not even going to tell anybody. We're just going to sit over and do the game." We we used to, and, and most of the places tried to be accommodating. Yes, they do. You know how tight the press boxes are. Yes, I do. Places like PRP and Butler, and we just figured if we could do it outside, we'd go ahead and do it and give them room inside uh, because there's so many other people, particularly if you have somebody else coming who's who's maybe from like the CJ or somewhere where yeah. they need room in the press box. Well, here's what makes sense. Here's what I like. I like here's why I like going to Manual. Because at Manual Stadium, they put our radio guys in the same booth with our coaches. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, we have expletives flying. You know how coaches are when the players yeah, are in the wrong spot or the, the play clock's running down, it can get a little blue up there in the press box. Justin Kalen, Scooter, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, we were in the stands last year at Clarksville. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The TV bunch there, it had, I think, 26 people in the press box. <laughs> I had forgot about that. Oh, but yeah. It, he, it, he did fine. It just makes sense to do it. It's the to beauty stay, of high school football. The way. And we've done, that at, we've done that at a couple of places, too, been right next to the coaches. Central is one place. We even did it uh, – for the Floyd Central game at Manual this year because there was a group not from the Big X, but there was another group that was calling that game, and they commandeered what we affectionately call the goat pin at Manual Stadium. So we were with the coaches then. Oh, I, think, I think it's been years since I've been in the goat pin. <laughs> Up in Manual? It's been, it's been a long <laughs> well, time. It's hard for somebody of my, let's just say, stature. girth, stature, to get up the spiral staircase with the equipment. It's not easy. Yeah, I used to struggle going up that spiral staircase myself, but I almost fall down. I'm trying to run down to the field to make sure I got the <laughs> visiting coach before they pulled out. Now that's a picture. Buzz, good luck tonight against Butler, and good luck next week against yeah, the Yeah, good Bulldogs. luck, Buzz. Good to hear and from you. And hopefully we'll yeah. see you later in, later on down the road. That's what I'm hoping. Same to you guys. Another right, great show. All right, it is time now, and I hope he's got the drummer already. He usually doesn't. <laughs> It's time for the unsponsored six-pack. I'm trying to let... This is called riffing while he's trying to find a drum roll on his computer. There it is. There it is. Unsponsored six-pack. Get your pen and paper ready. Please play responsibly. I remind you that the smart money goes against me. But here's what I got after a five-and-one week last week. First of all, Tony Burke's lock of the week. He's six-and-one, folks. Oregon, given the points at home against UCLA, so you might want to write that one down. I'm betting with Tony this week. I'm not putting him in the six-pack. I don't think that's fair, but he's hot. I mean, you got to run ride that trend when it's hot. All right, let's start at noon. 
Iowa at Ohio State. The number is 30. Yes, 30. The Buckeyes have scored 45 or more in five games in a row. Iowa can't score against bad teams. I look at this one to be somewhere around the 50-7 to spot. I'm taking Ohio State and laying the 30 for the best team in the country, in my opinion, the Buckeyes. Also at noon, Clemson and Syracuse. Who thought before the season started this was going to be a battle of the unbeatens? It's in Death Valley at Clemson, but it is a noon start, so that changes things a little bit. Clemson's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the orange bubble bursts this week. Clemson, in a big way, I'm going to give the 13-and-a-half. I think you're very safe in doing that. 3.30, Oklahoma State hosting Texas. The Longhorns, Quint Ewers, Quinn Ewers, the star quarterback who committed to Ohio State, signed an NIL deal, then ended up at Texas. I don't know where he's going to go next week when uh, the Manning boy shows up, when Eli and Peyton's nephew, Cooper's son, shows up at Texas. But this is Quinn Ewers' football team. He's been really good the last two weeks. Oklahoma State is at home and a six-point underdog. I don't understand that. I'm taking the Cowboys in the six. I think Texas wins, but I think it's a field goal game either way. I'm taking Oklahoma State and the six points. Pro ranks, got a lot of Florida flavor here in the pros this week. Tampa Bay minus 11 at Carolina. Carolina has proven as of yesterday that they are a seller They are tanking for the first-round pick. I don't know who it's going to be for the first pick in the draft, but they're in all likelihood going to have the first pick because they have no offense. Their defense is not good. Tampa Bay's minus 11. Tom Brady was called out this week by media, by fans. People wondered why he went to a wedding and missed a walkthrough. They lost that game to Pittsburgh last week. This is a make-it-up game for Tom Brady. He's mad. The Carolina Panthers are in his way, and they are terrible. I'm taking Tampa Bay and giving the 11. Jacksonville at home giving the Giants three. More Florida flavor here. Giants are 5-1. and one. Jacksonville's 2-4. and four. Yet the Jaguars are three-point favorites in this game. Just like the Syracuse Orange, I think the G-Men Blue Bubble burst this week. Jacksonville give the three against the Giants. And finally, Sunday night football. Miami hosting Pittsburgh. The Dolphins were 3-0. and They're now 3-3. Three and three. They're panicking here a little bit. Tua, who probably should sit out another week with that concussion, going to start. Pittsburgh, as bad as they've been, their defense has been pretty good, even though they're missing parts. I'm getting seven points here. I'm going to take the Steelers. I'm not sure they win the game, but they'll keep it close enough with their defense. Pittsburgh plus seven. So there's the six-pack, Ohio State minus 30 against Iowa, Clemson minus 13.5 against Syracuse, Oklahoma State at home plus six against Texas, Tampa Bay giving the Carolina Panthers 11, Jaguars giving the Giants three, and Pittsburgh plus seven against the Miami Dolphins. You're welcome, by the way. Can I give you a couple of locks? Sure. The Ed Peak sponsors. Absolutely. I'll be glad to go bet against these. Duke at Miami. Oh, my. Miami. I didn't even know where they were playing. <laughs> Miami is minus nine, which means Duke gets nine. That's correct. I'll take the, the Blue Devils. The Blue Devils have kind of hit a little bit of a rough patch here, but I think they're – I don't know if they're better than Miami, 
But Miami, I, Miami, I just never know what I'm going to get. I Box think, of chocolates. Uh, well, that's why you take the you take the. But you could get good Miami this week. You could, and you get nine points. So yeah, okay, you get nine points. That's my first lock. Let me write these down. Other lock is Ole Miss at LSU. Ole Miss LSU's is favored. getting two. Yeah, Wait, I'll take. Before you answer, Vegas is smarter than we are. Well, that's probably true, but I'll take Ole Miss in that one. That's that's lock number two. All right. Here's lock number three. I'm only giving you three. Okay, that's all, that's all I want. Kansas at Baylor, the Jayhawks are getting 10. At one time, they were undefeated and lost by a touchdown to TCU. Yeah, and then they lost to Oklahoma by 10 last week without their quarterback, missing their quarterback. I don't know if their quarterback's back. I didn't do my, He's not. I apologize. I didn't do research on that. <laughs> you didn't know. I, I, do like, I do like to do research, though. I'm circling these games on this. So you're taking okay. Kansas there, right? I'm taking Kansas, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Brian Kelly went on a rant this week about replay. He said it's killing <laughs> the game. You agree with Brian Kelly? No. I do. I don't His, like the The, the game against Florida – Went three and a half hours. Now, there were a lot of points scored. That will contribute when you got a lot of kickoffs and, and breaks and stuff. That will contribute to a game going long. But he's blaming replay uh, on a couple of plays that didn't go LSU's way. And if if you don't have re- – look, everybody wants the officials to get the calls right. That's They that's, don't always get the calls right. So your options are stick with the calls that they miss and just live with it as part of the game or have instant replay. Why is he in such a hurry? He's getting paid millions of dollars <laughs> to stand out on that sideline. I think he's deflecting the fact that he has lost his uh, Cajun accent, and he's back to being a, a northeastern accent. Uh, I don't know what happened. I can tell you this: he 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 is a good coach, very good coach, but not a Brian Kelly fan. Don't, don't I don't, don't think your wife? She just texted us. I don't think she's a Brian Kelly fan either. Oh, she's definitely not a Brian <laughs> Kelly fan. Did she really text? Yes, yeah, she did. Okay. She texts me all the time. Ed, didn't you know that? Wow. Even when I'm not on the even when I'm not on the air. No, that never happens. I'm making that up. All right. Hmm. NCAA is talking about expanding the oh. college. Let's let me just say it before you get angry. He doesn't even <laughs> let me say Scooter, I can't even get it in. <laughs> he want, should be angry. They want to expand the basketball tournament to as many as the number that everybody's throwing out is eighty. What are your thoughts here? And make them quick. We got one. Leave it minute. at sixty eight, going to eighty is and I'd rather go back to 64. Well, that's fine with me. The next thing you know, they'll be going to 90. Then let's go to 300. How many Division One teams play? 352, something like that. Something let's like just that. let everybody in. Okay. I don't like. Why? I do not okay. like. Why do we want college football playoff expansion, but we don't want college There's basketball only, There are only expansion. four teams in the college football. Four. Yeah, I know. Four out of 100. And... Then you're going to get to 12 here soon. I believe. Okay, I can handle 12. Anything beyond 12, no. Anything beyond 64? March or? Madness seems to be the perfect sporting event yeah, but for we a have month. To, it we, seems perfect. We have to. So we, I'm with you here is what I'm saying. I, it seems perfect. Why change it? We have to dicker around with it. We, we have to We have to change We got nothing to do, because, right? Because, because the NCAA are idiots. Okay. I'm sorry, but. Uh, any, no, that's uh, proven. That, that's a, we already know that. And here again, here again, this little thing called M-O-N-E-Y money. I got Ed fired up right before the weekend starts. This is good. <laughs> I might have to visit him in the hospital later after this show's over. It's called money. It's the root of all evil. I'll see you tomorrow night yeah. at the Cardinal Stadium. Thanks I'll to, be there. Thanks to Justin on the other side of the glass. 
Ed Peak for coming in today. I'll talk to you Monday. We'll recap everything. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cardi on the Big A. Every night. Cause if you don't, it's who you want.